Welcome to the Office Flip Flops Podcast. My name is Francesca Zampaglione, and I am an entrepreneur, confidence builder, resilience connoisseur, and a lover of all things coffee. Each week, we'll bring you inspirational people and messages that will guide you to unleashing the best version of yourself. Let's dive in. My friends, welcome back. Welcome back to a new episode of Office Flip Flops. Thank you so much for being here. Whether you are a repeat listener or new to the show, I appreciate you. So here's the thing. Do you ever find yourself beating yourself up mentally? Seriously. Like, do you say, I'm not smart enough to do that, or I'm not young enough, or I'm too old, or I'm too young? You know what? We put these inner excuses in our heads. My next guest, Grace Killalay and I talk about this. We talk about the inner critic. One thing I love about Grace, well, (laughs) there are several things that I love about Grace, but she shares vulnerability. She shares things that have happened in her life and how she transformed her life. In my opinion, people like Grace give us the permission slip to share that, to share that part of our life. Because you know what? Once we do, once we face our fears, once we face our inner critic, we become better people. Because in listening to Grace and how she does it and how she's transformed her life, I feel like I want to do the same thing, right? And I know you will too. And you're going to love, and please hold on to the end, you're going to love when she tells us the symbol that she wears every day that reminds her that she can do the impossible. Okay, my friends, here we go. Hey, hey, everybody. I am so excited today. I am excited every day that I get such incredible guests, and I'm so grateful for today. Grace, my good friend, Grace, please introduce your wonderful self to the audience today. Well, good morning, and I'm Grace Killalay, and I'm the CEO and founder of a leadership development firm called the GKC Group, and I'm based just outside of Philadelphia. Just outside of Philadelphia, that's great. And I, you know, of course I did a little research. We've had a couple of conversations and you have some incredible things. A lot of listeners know that confidence is one of the key pillars of this podcast show. And you focus on that. You've written a book on that. You've done a TEDx talk on that. You work with women and building their confidence. You have so much value to offer. And the reason why, you know, what I'd like to unpack a little bit today is there's a lot going on with job transition. There's a lot going on with, you know, women and men, but, you know, we're having a tough time deciding what to do, how to do it. And I know you have a ton of advice. I watched your TED Talk. I am going to link it in the show notes because you speak to taking the jump. Let's talk about how we can best guide those of us who are in a difficult time and trying to make a decision. Sure. So, and I so appreciate you asking me to uh, chat with your, with your audience today. So a couple things, I think, you know, we, we've talked earlier, you keep hearing about the great resignation. Mm. Um, uh, A lot of thought leaders are calling it the great disruption because we're really at an intersection of Um, The last couple of years, people now recognizing that remote work or hybrid work is an option that might never have been available to them in the past because companies just weren't even willing to consider it. 
And I also think that the, what I would call the pressures of the last couple of years, and certainly we're not completely on the other side of it and global events are keeping us all riveted and, and, and worried in, in, in all candor. Um, but what we're seeing is people are, are less willing to work in organizations that don't connect with them. And there's some research that just came out that talked about um, how much people value. They're, they're willing to even make less money if ah. they feel connected, if they feel valued, respected, and that there's some flexibility for them in their workforce. So some of the drivers that are, are having, particularly women, um, sort of rethink about their work life, uh, they're all yeah. coming, there's this intersection, right, of that happening. So here's the thing. I'm all about being in a better environment and making more money and feeling respected. All those things are of course critical, but I, I do get concerned when people don't have a plan. So yeah. I think you have to ask yourself what your why is. Why am I leaving, right? And am I running from something or am I going to something? So if you are in a toxic environment and you've just, you're saturated and you can't do any more, then leaving may be the option okay, but what are you going to? So I think, Francesca, part of the critical conversation is what's my intention, right? Yeah. So confidence, you know, I try, I'm good at what I do. I, I feel like I add value. All those things are critical, but I also want people to have a plan. Um, yeah. You know, when I left a 30 year corporate career. I had money in the bank. I had been planning to not have an income for a while before I started my business. And, you know, everybody's getting advice, you know, follow your bliss. And I have said this for years, you know, you can follow your bliss, but you still got to pay your mortgage. Yes. So how are you going to make a living and, and make a life, right? Yeah. Those two yeah. things have to be in the equation. So having a plan, um, I think one of the things where confidence comes into this conversation is understanding your strengths. What do you yes. have unique to offer? What are your core competencies? You know, I know what I'm good at, but then also be willing to look at a little bit of the inventory. What are my gaps? Not to keep you from going, but so right. you know, what, what are the objections that I might hit? Well, I don't have, you know, enough financial experience. I don't have enough experience in marketing, whatever it is. Right. So confident people have a real sense of their abilities. Right. And they have an, they know what their inventory is. And I, does yes. that help answer that question? Yes, it did. Because a number one, you have to have money in the bank and you have to have a plan. I know from personal experience, that's what happened with me too. I left corporate as well. And I knew that I was going to do something on my own and I needed to have savings. So we need to wrap our arms around what we have. And I, I love how you also touched on, you know, we have certain skills and perhaps you're in a job position, putting aside that it may be toxic, or maybe you're doing something that you no longer want to do. So don't run from the job, right? Realize what you like to do, what you're good at, because we do have innate talents, right? And maybe they've been pushed aside because you've been given additional responsibility because somebody else. So it is a step back in thinking, not step back, pardon, just a timeout and thinking about well, what is it that you want to do? And that's perfectly okay. And my next point is it is a great time to look. It is the employee's market, right? 100%. 100%. I mean, the truth is, 
you know, there are remote options that didn't exist before. I mean, I've known people that said, listen, my employer wants me to go back to work. I can do X remotely and that works for me. Or other people who've said, oh, no, 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 no. Get me back into an office because that's what I prefer. So I'm seeing the, again, the work disruption. It's the re-landscaping of what we thought of as, you know, listen, I came up you know, I'm 63 years old. I came up, you know, working retail and telecom and there was no remote. There was, I mean, if I worked from home, it's because I was sick. And, you know, there wasn't even an option. And now right. I run my entire company virtually. So we have reimagined and, and really taken the, if you think of the world as a snow globe, we've shaken it up and said, what's possible here, right? Right. The thing that I would I would say though too is if you have to and you or or you're already in a position where too late now I I jumped and I don't have a ton of money in the bank then one of the things that I would say is then that's leaning into your network and you know connecting with people who maybe either you know I listen I I left a job many years ago right um, more years than many probably people have been alive left left a job many years ago without a plan and I lived on my 401k money and I will tell you everyone will tell you that's an unmitigated disaster and don't do it and you know what it probably would have been better if I hadn't done it but what I learned about myself and where I ended up I mean I ended up the senior vice president of a fortune 20 company so in the scheme of things and that happened many, many years ago. And that right. leap, that leap took me out of an industry and into another one. Now I worked three part-time jobs to keep the lights on while I was looking for a permanent role. So you yeah. can make it work. If you don't have to, don't. But if you've done it, don't give up on yourself either. I've screwed you. the the worst thing you can do is start second guessing the choice. Yep. And, 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 you know, I, I talk a lot now, Francesca, about the new next, because there's no normal anymore. That's so right. If, if you're in this position and you're either left or leaving, or how about somebody's making the decision for you? You've been laid off. That's a real thing, too, because companies are saying, well, you know what, with this remote workforce, I can get cheaper labor yep. overseas and your job's been eliminated. Whatever that handprint looks like, don't stop. <laughs> you can catch your breath, but you can't stop. So look around and say, what am I, what, what am I gathering? I'm gathering my skills. I'm gathering my network. I'm going to call people. Maybe I haven't talked to in three years and say, can I have a cup of coffee with you? Even if it's virtually, because I need to get back my network going again. Um, right. Most people, here's the other thing. Here's the secret that we forget. We know it and then we forget it. Most people want to be helpful. Yes. Most people want to do you a solid. Most people will take your phone call. Most people will say yes. They may be able to say yes today, but they may be able to say, even if it's a year from now, can we get together and do X, Y, Z? So I have been incredibly blessed my entire life to have people who just said yes more than they said no. And don't forget the value. And, and by the way, when someone does it for you, pay it forward. Right. Right. That is such a great point. And, and that it's exactly why you've heard more yeses, in my opinion, is because you have been that go-giver. You have been a part. You've just been open to helping other people. So we've, we've set up a nice scenario here in that you answered the question whether 
they're losing their job or they've decided to leave, the bottom line is have a plan, feel it out, and think about the value that you have to offer. Um, and I love and I love the TEDx talk. I want to bring that back for a second because you said something about your superpower, right. that you have a superpower that you're afraid every day, but you jump anyway. Oh, absolutely. I love I think, that. I think one of the biggest things we think is that people aren't afraid. Like I'm right. the only one that's afraid. I'm afraid all the time. I mean, I don't walk around with my heart and bouncing in my throat, but I, I, I question myself. Is what I good enough? Am I, you know, did I add value? Am I, maybe they needed somebody younger. I mean, that inner critic becomes the driver, right? My, what I have learned to do is I tell my inner critic to sit down and shut the hell up. And then I go, right. And, 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 you know, sometimes, you know, it's a home run. Sometimes I hit a single and sometimes I strike out, but I keep getting up and I keep trying because I know that cumulatively over time, it's going to get better. That's right. That's right. And that's absolutely the right attitude to have it's going to get better. And we need to have that attitude today more yeah. than anything else. So um, I, I just so love that. So what if someone's suffering from imposter syndrome? You said that kind of yeah. like, is that the same as the inner critic you would say, yeah. or is that? Yeah. 100%. Right? It, the, so, you know, the easy vernacular is imposter syndrome and there's research that says women don't have it, but yeah, I've been a woman for 63 years and I know a lot of women and I talked in front of thousands of women. And I will tell you, it is not unusual for us to have a voice that is small and it makes mm. us stay small and it is not good enough, smart enough, pretty enough. You're too fat. You're too short. You're too old. It's too late. You pick the whatever. And that becomes, and, and in the work that I do, I call it the GPS of your life. And if you're, if you're going somewhere, right, you don't pick up your phone and go, I'd like to go the longest distance. I'd like to hit a pothole. I'd love to run out of gas. Can we make that happen? Well, your inner critic is, is in fact programming junk into your GPS. So if you start to replace, I'm a failure, right? I'm a failure with, I learned something. It's, I can't do it. I can do hard things. If you start yes. to change the language, you start to then accelerate your, your direction. You start to be more intentional about where you're going. So whether you call it an inner critic, I call it the GPS of your life. Um, whether you call it imposter syndrome, it doesn't matter. Whatever your voice is, internal or by the way, you may have an external voice. You yep. may have somebody toxic who is telling you, and I will share with you very briefly, um, I had a disastrous first marriage. And one of the things that happened in my marriage was my ex-husband would tell me, you're not funny. You're not as good as you think you are. And when you do uh. that long enough, it starts to be like, you're, it's like you're soaking it in. Yeah, it's, you penetrate it. And, and you start to doubt yourself. So whether that voice is somebody else's, and I honestly think that for women in particular, social media can be a toxic voice, right? I don't look like this. I'm, I weigh too much. I'm too thin. I'm too old. I wear glasses. I have a funny nose, whatever. When we're using somebody else's mirror or somebody else's voice to be our reflection, we lose. 
So to find yourself, to have your own GPS is, you know what, I'm doing, I I follow someone I I admire a lot. And she talks about love yourself most, not love yourself first, love yourself most. And when you start to say, I've got this, I can handle it. I can be scared, but I can still keep going. When Um, you start to talk to yourself in that way, it changes the trajectory of your life. I really do believe that. I do believe that. And that is so helpful and useful. It's a mindset, Grace, and it's a constant practice, whether you have to put up a post-it note in your mirror to remind yourself every morning, good morning, beautiful, or whatever it is that you need to do. And it is an awareness. Is it the inner critic or is it the outside coming in? And and by uh, the way, I have a love yourself most (laughs) post-it on my computer screen. I do. I, I look at it every that. day, every, every day. Yep. That is beautiful. What a great, what a great summary. So, and all of these incredible presentations that you do, Grace, because uh, you do keynotes. What is your most, your, your most favorite article of clothing or accessory, by the way, yeah. and how does it make you feel? So I actually wore one today. I wear a B. I yes. don't know if you can see it. I have a B pin on today. Mm-hmm. I also have a B on my watch, which is just on my watch handle. Um, bees are the symbol of the impossible because they're aerodynamically not supposed to be able to fly. Their bodies are bigger than their wings. So bees fly, even though aerodynamically they're not supposed to be able to. So they have become the universal symbol of the impossible. So I wear a bee. I have earrings. It's always an, it's always jewelry. Um, I have rings with bees on them. I have earrings. I have necklaces. I have my watch bands. My watch band is the easiest thing because I wear my watch every day, but I usually have a bee pin on. um, And it, it makes me, it reminds me that anything is possible. I love that. What an incredible intention every day. So I so enjoyed this conversation and I feel like I could talk to you all day, but if someone else wanted to continue the conversation with you, Grace, where's the best place for them to find you? The easiest way to find me is on LinkedIn. And I have an unusual last name. I think you'll share all that with your listeners, but if you send me on a note on LinkedIn, I'm happy to connect. Wonderful. I will do that, Grace. I will put your contact information in the show notes. You've been an absolute joy today. Thank you so much for your time and for sharing your wisdom with the listeners. I know they're going to love it. Well, thank you for asking me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. I love Grace. As I mentioned in the show, I could talk to her every day, probably all day. I love her wisdom. I love her positivity, her energy. It's just fantastic. And it's no surprise that she has led a successful organization. So here are my top three takeaways of my time with Grace. Number one, when contemplating a career change, ask yourself the why. The why, my friends. Are you running from something or are you running to something? She reminds us to have a plan. What's your intention? How are you going to make a living and make a life? Number two, confidence is understanding your strengths, understanding your core competencies. She reminds us that confident people have a real sense of their abilities. 
I love this. I love that we define this here. In all of the episodes, as you know, confidence is a pillar of this entire show. But I love here in today's episode how Grace very clearly defines it for us. And number three, tell your inner critic to sit down and shut up. (laughs) I love this one. Keep getting up and keep trying because cumulatively it is going to get better. I love that. I love how she shares her stories so openly, right? And she's healed from it and she's helping us heal from our previous trauma. So here's my challenge for you, my friends, today. Does your internal GPS need a tune-up? Does it need a tune-up? So here's what I'd love for you to do. Pick one word or phrase, write it down, and put it someplace where you can see it every single day. Trust me, this works. We need these reminders because of the outside distractions, the things that people say to us and that get stuck in this internal loop. This is where we get to make a change, my friends. This is it, okay? I'll see you next time. I hope today's episode inspired you. Make sure you check out the show notes with the important links for my guest. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the show. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend via text or on social media and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was on social media. I love hearing the feedback from you and it helps make this show better. And if no one has told you today, I want to remind you that you matter, you are not alone, and to stay inspired by what you heard today. Thank you.